Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And it's time for our monthly Pop Culture Club episode where we run down everything we're watching and reading and listening to. Before we get into all of that, you can find us outside of the podcast on Instagram, on TikTok. We are at Megan and Wendy. You can also email us at meganandwindy at gmail.com. And these episodes will always remain free, but if you want to support the podcast, you can do it for the bargain price of $5 a month, which will give you access to our Patreon community where we upload bonus podcast episodes that we call What's Good? There's a new one going live this week. Yes, thanks for the reminder. I have to write that post. (laughs) (laughs) It is a Monday morning. I'm going to tell you right now, we had a rough morning in our house. I clashed with a teenager. I woke up my younger child and she was like, I don't want to go to school. It's like, I hear you. I'm sorry. Let's go. Why didn't she want to go to school today? Well, she has a zero period and it's just an early morning. She regrets her decisions. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) I bet. I bet. She was all in. That was 100% her decision to take an extra elective this year. She's committed to seeing it through, but she's very over it when 6.15 a.m. rolls around. Yeah, I don't blame her one bit, especially when it's like kind of cloudy and kind of drizzly. There's no like bouncing out of bed in the morning. Yeah, I was like two more weeks and then you get two weeks off. Just hang in, kid. Yeah, I think I think that's what the problem is because we're experiencing the same thing in our home. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like the kids see Christmas break on the horizon. And they right. just don't want to do it. And especially for our high schoolers who have finals next week. I know my daughter is just like limping into Across finals week. Finish line. Yes. 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 I, yeah. And my daughter has a band performance. She has a musical theater performance. I was like, I'm sorry. You got to go to school. You... You have like final rehearsals for all of these things. Mm-hmm. I believe in you. <laughs> have a cup of coffee. See you later. <laughs> and I didn't, it didn't really help that we had a very busy weekend this past weekend. You sure did. Including, I got lots to say about this weekend, but we did have our <laughs> annual holiday party. Yes, that I showed up to. Wendy came. She didn't I mean, even text me like last minute, like, that's mm, not, I'm, <laughs> I told you I was going to come. I, and you did, and it was I, very fun. We had a great time. You had so great nice. food. Oh, thank yummy you. desserts. I need the recipe for that salting cracker toffee. Yeah, that was amazing. That's so funny. Multiple people said that. I mean, that's my mom made that. It's very easy, and it was kind of one of those things that at the last minute I threw together Friday night. But it comes together in ten minutes, and then I just let it sit, and then broke it into pieces. But that plate was empty. It was crumbs. <laughs> I'm telling you, because we were kind of standing by the counter where the desserts were, and uh-huh. everybody who would come over and take a piece, they'd go, "Oh my god, that's good." <laughs> so I'm going to need that recipe because I'm going to take it to Christmas Eve. Oh, at great my idea! House. Yeah. Super easy. I will send it over. We will be making it again. Um, probably. We're hosting Christmas Day at our house. Yeah. Lots of stuff happening. Let me tell you about Megan's party real quick. Mm. They did a like a white elephant gift exchange. Uh-huh. And mm. it was, I didn't participate because honestly, I thought we were going to leave by the time that that all happened. Yeah. So but we were still there, and so we were spectators. And to be a spectator was so much fun. <laughs> Your husband got his gift stolen every single time. So many times. It and was he, so funny to watch. He was number one. And here's a fun fact about that. We had been at a holiday party the week previous, and they have a white elephant gift exchange. And for the record, I think I use that term incorrectly because 
we do desirable gifts. I think a white elephant gift is like a joke gift. Is it? Okay, so I just say like a, a gift, gift exchange. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, they did one and he didn't participate at their house. We just brought one gift between the two of us. And afterwards he was like, I think I'm going to play when we have it at our house because that was really fun. And then the dude, first of all, draws number one, which is not always the greatest number to get. Mm-hmm. And like Wendy said, I mean, he must have opened eight gifts. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point he finally opened his because he was like, look, I was trying to be nice, but I really want what I brought. And it got stolen from him. <laughs> yeah. But we were trying to like encourage him to steal it back because he could have stolen it back and he could kept have. it. He and he have. didn't. It was a fun night. How, how late did everybody stay? Um, the last people left at 11. Wow. I know my children were here and they had a couple of their friends were here as well. And during the party, there were a few cigars smoked in the backyard Mm -hmm. and cigars have a very strong smell. And two funny things happened. One, my kids came out during this time and like, it was, you could smell it. And my daughter comes to me and goes, it smells like alcohol in here. And I was like, that's smoke. Oh, kid. how precious. <laughs> she doesn't know the difference between. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so nice. Maybe we should be preparing you better. But, but then my son, who's older, is 15, after the party, he goes, yeah, we came downstairs to get like food or something. And he's like, that marijuana smell was so strong. And I go, <laughs> two things. One, real glad you don't know what weed smells like. <laughs> Oh, my God. But two, did you and your friends just think everyone's getting high in our backyard? Because I wish I had that information so I could have been like, no, no. I mean, the visual, like, could you imagine? He's like, yeah, my parents and all their friends are smoking big fatties in the backyard. (laughs) I mean, never, never. Look, weed is legal in California. Do whatever you want. I've never smoked a thing in my life. Yes, people were drinking at our party. I will admit that. There was beer and wine at the party. It was hardly a rager. And I very intentionally set that up in the backyard where the kids were not, simply because like I didn't want to be like, I really did not suspect any of these children being like, oh, we're going to sneak a beer upstairs. Yeah, never. feel like Mm -mm. the vibe. But also I was like, there are other people's children here. They had access to like food and drinks in other places. But also I was like, are these kids going home and telling their parents (laughs) that their friends' parents were just lighting up in the backyard? Oh my gosh. I wish I knew that. And I could have been like, no, no, those are cigars, which like on the legal scale, the same, but they don't get you high. Yeah. I like don't want people thinking that we're having their children in our house or we'll just like stoned out of our gores. I don't know. So, well, I wonder if, if any of those parents are concerned, if they'll address it with you or they'll just think you guys are big stoners or they'll just never let their kids come back here. I don't know. So my son went to school today and I was like, could you like, just be like, there was no weed at our party. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Or maybe those kids are like, yeah, those parents are cool. Yeah. Little do they know we are not cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Super Uh, funny. I'm surprised that your son doesn't know what the smell of weed smells like only because you guys go to so many concerts and he's been around. I don't know that he's been... I know that he has definitely smelled it, whether or not he identifies it as that. Mm-hmm. 
But maybe to him, like, all smoke smells like weed. He knows what cigarettes smell like because he has a grandparent that smokes. So So speaking of concerts, you went to a concert on Friday night as well. Mm -hmm. When you told, when you texted me that you were going to a concert, I was like, oh, my God, too many things in one weekend. Like, I was overwhelmed for you. Like, there is no way that I would go to a concert on Friday night and then host a party in my house on Saturday. Nope. 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 Well, it was a last last minute decision and it was at the House of Blues and House of Blues is general admission. And the last time we went to a House of Blues concert was six, seven years ago. It was a boys to men concert. Was it still at downtown Disney at that point? It was. It was Mm -hmm. a slightly smaller venue. And I, after that event said, I'm never going here again. I can't stand here for three to four hours there's no joy in this for me like I know people stand at concerts but at least you have a seat like it's standing room only at House of Blues Mm -hmm. it's not fun for me and everybody is touching you the entire time which makes me rage so (laughs) first of all we get there 10 minutes before the doors open and the line is so far down I mean like we just keep walking and walking and walking and walking normally if you show up to a concert at like the start time, you're the only person there. And then like people trickle in over the next hour. But I kind of forgot like general admission, people are going to get there early because they want to get a good spot. Yeah. So it takes us 45 minutes to get in and then it's raining and we get inside and we kind of like stake out a spot. And in the beginning it was fine. Like it was, it was crowded, but like we had like room to breathe and then the longer the night went on, the more and more crowded it would get. And people do this thing, which don't do this. Don't be this person. If you're at a general admission event, do not just walk in and be like, people pretend they go, excuse me, excuse me. Like they're trying to like get to a destination, like, oh, their friends are over there. But then they just stop right in front of you. Mm-hmm. That and they've taken so up like the half a body space that's between you and the person in front of you. And now I'm like pushed back into the person behind I, at one point, was like, I hate everybody here. (laughs) And we left. I'm like, well, I've just undone eight weeks of physical therapy by standing in that room for four hours. But my husband kept saying, we can go. How's your leg? Do you want to go? I was like, no, I'm good. I was not going to be the party pooper. So when he's like, I got one more song left in me and I need to go. My back is killing me. I was like, oh, are you sure we can stay? (laughs) And he was like, no, I got to go. And so we were out of there. We beat the crowd out of that parking structure. I put on a playlist for the guy we were seeing so we could listen to it on the car, all the songs we missed. And we were home by 1030. So did you have to sit through like an opener? Too? There was an opener. Yes. He was eh, not great. Well, I'm sorry you didn't have a great time. I actually didn't have a bad time. But I was just <laughs> like, trust your memory. When your memory tells you you don't want to do something, don't talk yourself into like it's not that bad it is that bad lesson learned too old for general admission that's the tweet so i come home yesterday had a very long weekend i went to a cookie party yesterday at my mother-in-law's house where i had to take five dozen cookies so it was concert party cookie party anyway my husband goes you know i was looking at saint bernard puppies today oh my god get out and i was like Excuse me? Have you ever seen the movie Beethoven? Oh my gosh. St. Bernard's slobber. They're huge. Imagine the fur. Why does he, why is, I mean, I think they're really cute dogs, but I don't know if I would want to own one. So where is this coming from? I don't know. He's like, they're so cute. I'm like, there are. So then I was like, look at this Burmese mountain dog. That's like my daughter's 
That's a big ass dog too. It's a big dog. (laughs) I was like showing him pictures of puppies. He's like, where are they? And I was like, are you kidding me? Where are they? Are you actually thinking about getting a puppy right now? No, because you would have to do all the work for it. Oh my gosh. I was like, we are only three years out from getting Bailey, who I love. But when you get a new dog... I think everyone goes through a period of time where, like, I have ruined my life because it is mm, so yes. consuming, especially having a puppy and the potty training. And, like, it breaks you down because even a, a dog who is learning well is going to have accidents in the house. Like, they're, yes. they're babies. They're learning. They're going to... They're going to nip you, which you're like, I know you're learning, but also it's really annoying to be bitten by those razor sharp teeth. Like at some point you're like, you can't go anywhere for very long because you got to get home and let the dog out. And it's a whole thing. Okay. But here's the other thing too, is that cute puppy grows up and then you have a giant dog, 100 pound dog that is pulling you down the street. (laughs) Well, the good news is, is that I'm the follower througher. I'm the maker of things to happen Mm -hmm, in this house. mm -hmm. So I, I don't. I think we're pretty safe. So you shut that shit down then, you're saying? <laughs> I just be like, mm, I don't know. I don't know where that dog was, but I'm not going to find out. Mm, don't know. I just, no. This needs to be a joint decision. We cannot bring another living thing in the house. They were real no. cute puppies, though. No. Anyway. I, need a, I think you need a way bigger backyard for something like that. You know yeah, what I mean? to be able to run around. I know. Yeah. I have two big dogs. Don't do it. I know. I know, but... You got that third dog, and you knew. Yes, and we just got in a fight about it the other day. Oh, no. (laughs) A little little resentment in the house about somebody who takes care of the dogs. Not me. You know, I I hear him. I hear what he's saying. Oh, you're not the person with the resentment. No. But also, if memory serves, you weren't the person who wanted that dog. No, I am the person who wanted that dog. Oh, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, 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 I pursued the dog. Yes, oh. yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, I mean, I feed the dog, but my husband walks the dogs every single day. He picks up their poop most every single day. I share the load there, too. But, uh-huh. yeah, he, mm, yeah. Anyway. All right. <sighs> well, I don't think there's going to be a puppy under the tree on Christmas morning. Although. Good. There is something really special about that moment, I will say. No. No, 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 no. (laughs) I want you to follow your own advice. You were just talking about concerts, and you said, trust your memory. (laughs) I want you to trust your memory when it comes to a puppy. Let's take a quick break and come right back and talk Pop Culture Club. Okay. It's time for December's Pop Culture Club, and let's start with what we've been watching lately. Well, I want to just preface this by saying that I don't have a ton of things that I've been watching. I don't have hardly anything I've been reading and hardly anything I've been listening to because I've only been consuming Hallmark movies all day, every day, it seems like. Everything else is usual. It's all gone to the wayside. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So with that said, I recently watched a documentary on Peacock called Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. Uh And I had conflicted feelings about it because I'm assuming she was paid for this, for this project. And that was a case that I, I followed many, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. And 
and I I believe that she had some involvement in that guess death so I was conflicted I didn't want to like support it by watching it but I'm also very curious Mm -hmm. so I watched it and I will say that while there were many times I'm watching it and I'm yelling at the tv you're a liar you're a liar they did bring up some interesting doubts I have heard that same review and I had the same thought I'm not watching that f you you don't get my eyes. And now I'm kind of curious about what's being said. And yeah. they know. They know we're curious. They saw the trial coverage. Mm-hmm. So it's it's three episodes. It's three hours. I need other people who have seen it to like talk to me about it because it just has left me all like with mixed feelings. Right. The general consensus is that it was within the family, though. Yes. Yes, yes. Her dad. Spoiler alert. Of course, then I went on to Reddit and tried reddit's like my new like home away from home i right. I, I really enjoy reddit and so i was like looking over there for like some people to talk to about it but it, it was mostly like you know whatever so <laughs> what have you been watching i watched something that's a little bit outside of my typical watching radius and that is a show on netflix called inside man it is dark mm-hmm. it is the story essentially of a man who was on death row for the murder of his wife. And the premise of this show is like anybody is capable of anything in the right circumstances. Like basically anybody's a murderer in the right circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stanley Tucci plays the man on death row. He is fantastic. How awesome is Stanley Tucci? Oh, I love him. Me He's, too. I've always liked him. He's incredible in this role. And um, there's a, a dual storyline happening with David Tennant. And I do not want to tell you anything about that storyline except to say that it goes along with the idea of anybody can do anything given the right circumstances. I love David Tennant too. I did find his storyline to be a little outrageous. I was Mm. like, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I believe that this is the level that this would have gone to given what I know about this character in the show. There is resolution. It's only a four-episode series. There is resolution at the end, but there is also an opening. You never find out why Stanley Tucci murdered his wife, who he's on death row, and for her murder. And that is kind of a through line that everybody really wants to know. And so I kind of hope there's a second season because I really would like the information about what, why he did what he did. Are they one-hour episodes? I think they're about 50 minutes. Yeah, four episodes seems really short. Four hours is enough. I think they they do enough with what they have. Okay. Not as thrilling. It's Below Deck is back on Bravo, the original. Oh. With, with Captain Lee. That just started. So that's appointment TV for my husband and I. We always watch that on mm-hmm. Monday nights. And Below Deck Adventure, which I don't know if they're showing on Bravo, but it is on Peacock. And that is... From the Below Deck franchise, it's the same exact thing, but except they're in Norway and they do, the guests do like adventure stuff. <laughs> so that's the only <laughs> difference. You're still dealing with like a crazy chef and a chief stew and like a deck hands. It's the same formula. But for some reason, I love it. What's next for you? Well, I watched Don't Worry Darling and... oh. I think we're not supposed to like this movie. Like, I think we're not supposed to admit that we like this movie. I was prepared not to like this movie because everyone was, like, too cool. I know you enjoyed it. But uh-huh. a lot of people were like, eh, Harry Styles. I, 
I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Let right? Tell you. I liked it too. First of all, I happen to really like Harry Styles. I'm a 43-year-old woman who thinks he's <laughs> very cute and charming on screen and off. Florence Pugh is the cutest thing I've ever seen. I want oh her gosh. entire wardrobe. If I yep. could wake up looking like she does with her cute little hair and her cute wardrobe in this movie, yes, please. Every day I would wear that. Every day. What was surprising to me about this movie is, like, the cinematography. It's really beautiful to watch. So pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, in early in the movie, there's this choreographed kind of overhead shot car scene where all these cars are backing out of the driveway and pulling out. It's like a dance. It's so well choreographed, and all these women are in their front yards. And it really lends to the overall feeling of the movie. Mm-hmm. I did not do any Googling because I knew there's, like, some thing twisty happening i'm glad i went in only having seen the previews it's a fun movie y'all what did you think of the twist without um spoiling it for those who haven't seen it i thought it was interesting Mm -hmm. i do think the ending is like a little bit rushed yes i googled at the end yeah so i had to too (laughs) like what happened and exactly what i saw happened is what happened there's not more that i like didn't connect the dots with mm-hmm. but i enjoyed it yeah I, I liked it too friday night i caught up on season two of sex lives of college girls on hbo max yes i think i watched six episodes maybe yeah yep. i love that show me too it's so cleverly written mm-hmm. and i just love the characters and i love the storylines i just love it agree 100 percent. very stressed out about kimberly's storyline she's not gonna get kicked out of school i know but i also like uh, it makes me so nervous for her and some of the choices that she's making about how to solve that problem mm. for her and their yeah. long-term consequences but it's great the title i think can really put people off like they go, what's that? I'm not going to watch yes. that. You know, just watch it. It's so funny. And I want an Essex College sweatshirt. Oh, yes. <laughs> I keep meaning to look up where it's filmed because the setting is gorgeous. That's a good question. I don't know. Vassar College in Poughkeepsie, New York and Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank, California. Oh, that's exciting because I just bought tickets for a Warner Brothers tour. During Christmas break. Yes. My daughter really wants to go to see the Gilmore Girls, you know, Stars Hollow area. The last thing I'm watching, other than shit ton of Hallmark, is (laughs) Mythic Quest. I'm sure Wendy would hate, but it's on Apple TV Plus. There are two, at least two seasons out. I am halfway through the first season. It's kind of like an office style show, but about a video game company. Why do you think I would hate it? I mean, I don't know. It's like video gamey. Like they're making this quest video game. Mm-hmm. Just watched. They did standalone episode that only very loosely like tied in, but it was based on these two actual video game designers, and it starred Kristen Milotti. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm, no. It was like a really kind of like a emotional touching episode about like the life of these two married video game developers. It was very funny and well done. I like to have a show in the rotation that is light and funny and easy to watch. I kind of watch before bed and I don't have to like settle in for anything real heavy. And so Mm -hmm. Mythic Quest is the current show in my rotation for that. 
Rob McElhenney stars in it. I like him oh, a lot. Oh, he was the one that's in, he bought the soccer team, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has a huge cast. Well, Saturday night, you asked me if I had uh, watched Wednesday on oh. Netflix. Mm. Did you end up letting your daughter watch it that night? I did. I made the uh, great parenting decision when she came out and said, hey, can we watch Wednesday? And there were three other girls with her. And I said, if their parents are fine with it, I'm fine with it. Because I just couldn't make a decision on the fly. And all the other parents said fine. So, yes, she did watch it. So my daughter is watching it. And she had it on the other day. And I was, like, in the kitchen doing something. And in the background, I hear Metallica playing in the episode and it wasn't it was like it was like a bedtime version of a metallica song you know what i mean like a yes like a lullaby a lullaby yes (laughs) i go that's metallica and she goes yeah i know and i go wait how do you know and she goes oh because it said it on the uh, closed (laughs) closed captioning (laughs) and i was like oh okay and and then i realized that it has the girl who originally christina Christina ricci yes I was like, how awesome is that? So like I caught like a little bit of this episode and I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and watch because I'm kind of into it. So I'm not technically watching it. I've only seen one episode and it was like episode three or four. So now I'm going to go back and, and dig in. I will say after I let her watch this, I saw some discourse on Twitter yesterday, which I was unaware of. Tim Burton's a little problematic because his casts are all white. Uh, and he apparently has made some racist comments in the past. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, not feeling great about that. I didn't know. Yeah, me either. Okay, so we've been watching a lot of Hallmark movies. We have. And if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you will know that on Thursdays, we typically have a Hallmark episode in our regular feed we have since moved that into its own home so girls gone hallmark has its own new podcast so if you're wondering like where the heck did the hallmark reviews go we're over there just look for girls gone hallmark anyway i wanted to share my top three movies for the casual viewer you know if they're like yeah i like to throw on a christmas movie when i'm decorating the tree what should i put on megan and wendy yeah, there's so many. How do so I, I have I have my top three. Do you have top three? Uh, I think yeah. there's going to be a lot of crossover. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One, two. Yep, I got top three. Okay, go ahead with your first one. My first one would be Ghosts of Christmas Always. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most classically Christmas of my three movies. It is a take on Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol told from the perspective of the spirits. It's a very sweet movie. A little bit of an unbelievable ending. I kind of think that makes it a little bit fun. It feels Christmassy. It feels hopeful. There's a sweet love story. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I really like that movie too. Are you ranking them or are you just like top three in no particular order? Top three, no particular order. Okay. What's your that is that is okay. not in my top three though. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, my first one is Lights, Camera, Christmas. Cool. I know. I just I really enjoyed John Brotherton as this like over the top Santa Daddy, and it just was really <laughs> funny. It was just a fun look at like behind the scenes of making basically a Hallmark movie. Totally. It's a total send up of Hallmark movies. And to be fair, that would definitely be in my top five. That's a great movie. And before a couple of these other movies that we are 
definitely going to be talking about aired. Someone had asked on Twitter, like what Hallmark movies they should watch. And I recommended this one for their execution of sexy Santa alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your next? My next would be haul out the Holly. Now, Wendy and I are not going to agree, but um, I think this is better than my third choice, which I won't tell you. Uh, <laughs> It's Lacey Chabert, who, in my opinion, is the queen of Christmas movies. She stars alongside an actor named Wes Brown, who I've always thought was what we call a wowie zowie. He's super hottie, but he really did it for me in this movie. Mm -hmm. I agree. As we discussed on Girls Gone Hallmark, Hallmark is putting a lot of their dudes in glasses. I'm calling it their Clark Kent era this year, and Wes Brown wears glasses quite a bit in this movie, and that works for me. He's like... HOA president and he's all in on meeting all of the Christmas requirements for this neighborhood. It's a delight and it has like a Gilmore Girls level pacing that we don't really see a lot in Hallmark movies. I enjoyed it. Yeah, so did I. It's fun. Also, also not in my top three. Wow! I, I, but still really enjoyed. Hallmark is if, if you're anything like me then you're like, oh god, I don't want to watch a Hallmark movie. I will say this year... They have put out some really incredible movies. I a thousand percent agree. They're bringing it. Yeah. Uh, next up for me is a, I'm going to say a period piece. Ah. A holiday spectacular. Yes. Now, if you like a dance movie or you like the Rockettes or you like New York City or if you like the 1950s, like I loved this movie. Now, there's some criticism about it, but that aside... I just really enjoyed watching this movie. It just glitz and glamour, and it, it was a fun watch for me. I'm I'm hesitant to say my third choice because I suspect it's also going to be your third choice. It's mine. It's mine as well. Go ahead. Uh, it's Three Wise Men and a Baby. Yes. Here's why I like this movie. Uh, first of all, I said very early on, we did a preview of the movies coming to Countdown to Christmas, that... This is a a love letter to Hallmark fans. This movie was absolutely made with the Hallmark fan in mind. That said, I think you can enjoy the hell out of this movie as the casual viewer. It has three hotties of Hallmark in it. Mm -hmm. It is a little bit of a take, obviously, on three men and a baby and even shares a star from that movie. Mm -hmm. Not Tom Selleck. (laughs) (laughs) In case anybody was wondering. No. And... It's really funny. You've got three hot dudes taking care of a baby. It has a really nice message that I enjoyed. What do you like about it? I, I it was visually stunning. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking about the cinematography. <laughs> it was funny. It was well written. It was I love the relationship between the three guys. It just it was a good watch. I thousand percent agree with you you can listen to our reviews of all of those movies that we just discussed on girls gone hallmark and if you're not a listener we'd love to have you as one over there yeah i'll leave a link in the show notes thanks all right let's move on to what you are you reading i had to go back through my kindle because i could not remember like you it's hallmark season so that takes up a lot of my time i'm really looking forward to winter break because i'm gonna read my ass off but I got two books. Totally different. Okay. The first one is called Mad About You, and the writer's first name is spelled M-H-A-I-R-I, but it's pronounced Vari McFarlane, and I really like her books. I think she writes really humorous rom-coms, and this particular book 
is about a woman who calls off her engagement. I put that in quotation marks and you'll see why. And she moves in with another man simply because he had a room to rent. And he has recently come off of a long-term relationship as well. And while this book could have been very silly, there are some more serious elements in this book. I, again, I love Ari McFarlane as a writer. I recommend a lot of her books. It's a fun rom-com read. She writes really great dialogue. I recommend it. And the other was recommended by the Instagram account, Things I Bought and Liked, simply because she was like, I need someone to talk about this book. And that is The End of Normal, A Wife's Anguish, A Widow's New Life, written by Stephanie Madoff Mack. You know who Stephanie Madoff is? Oh my God, is that the daughter of Bernie Madoff? <clears throat> she is the daughter-in-law. She was married oh, to wow. his son, Mark. Wow. ultimately takes his own life on the second anniversary of his father's arrest. And she goes for it. Mark maintained and she maintained Mark's innocence and ignorance of everything that was happening. Mark worked with his father, but his business was separate. Mm. But regardless, the two brothers, the whole family really was taken to task for Bernie's crimes. And she really goes in on her in-laws. She has a lot to say about Ruth Madoff, who's Bernie's wife, and how she handled life after, uh, how Mark handled life after, how the world treated them. If you want an unedited look at her thoughts in the years post Bernie Madoff's arrest, you're going to get it. She goes Mm. for it. I think I might be into that. It's a compelling read. I don't have any books to share. Okay. But I will tell you that I did go buy a book. (laughs) What did you buy? (laughs) My intentions are good. I am going to read this book. It's called The Mother I Never Had by Gary Goldstein. And Gary Goldstein (gasps) is a Hallmark writer. Yes. Well, actually, let me take that back. He wrote a Hallmark movie this year, one I mentioned earlier, Lights, Camera, Christmas. Uh, He has written two novels as well. And um, we got to talking on Instagram. He's a really nice guy. And I uh, picked up his latest novel, The Mother I Never Had. So I'm excited to read it. We'll report back on that. I will. I will for sure. Now this is where I fall down on the job. And that's what we were listening to. Oh, God, me too. For me, it's really just a, a rerun of Greatest Hit. Do tell. I listen to Jeff Lewis Live every day. Oh, my God. My notes say Jeff Lewis Live every single day, Monday through Friday. Do not miss. I uh, almost canceled my Sirius subscription because if you've ever no, had girl. an XM subscription, they, like, they'll like they get you on the promo. And then as soon as it expires, they're like, $25 a month. I am sorry, Jeff Lewis. I'm not paying $25 a month for you. I am just not because everything else I could take or leave. Everything else. Mm-hmm. But I got him down. I got him down to $5 a month. And I was like, there you go. It's like a Patreon, right? Mm-hmm, for sure. But I listen every day. And then as soon as my kids are in the car, they take control of the music. And therefore, my Spotify wrapped is completely jacked. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you that I have been loving Jeff Lewis lately. Oh, yeah. I have my favorite guests that he has on. He has like a rotation of guests that are always like come on every like mm-hmm. one or two weeks. Julie and Brandy are my favorite. I laughed my ass off when they were talking about their Antarctica cruise coming up. Yes. Thought it was so funny. I just, 
love most of the guests. I love the drama he brings because he shares everything that's going on in his life. I just... Yeah, speaking of going for it, he just goes for it. He went for it this morning, too. I heard it at 9 o'clock this morning. (laughs) I can't wait. I honestly love it when Jeff's life gets messy because the show gets very interesting. And you don't need a Sirius XM subscription to listen because they do put out one episode of his show every week as a podcast called Jeff Lewis Has Issues anywhere you get podcasts. Yo, how do they decide which episode they put up? It used to be the Friday episode. Oh. Now I hope that they're like, "Mm, we're going to pick a good one. But I haven't actually looked to see which ones they're choosing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, We're just big fans. Big fans. Big fans. The other other podcast I've been listening to is the Mel Robbins podcast. You know I enjoy Mel Robbins. I've been meaning to listen to that. I'm going to subscribe right now while you're talking. Go ahead. Okay. I enjoy her. I enjoy the way she talks. It feels like she's talking to me. Like we, she and I are on a phone call and she's telling me to knock my shit off. And, you know, I just really like it. Two specific episodes I really, really enjoyed recently. Okay. One is from October 30th. It's called Why is Adult Friendship So Hard? Yes. And the other one, and this is where it was just for me. It was how to have more fun, a guide to enjoying the holidays. Wendy. <laughs> it should be called a guide yeah, to enjoy the holidays, Wendy. I know. <laughs> yes. So I I enjoy her. I like her books. I like her podcast. Yeah. That's what I'm listening to. And that's a wrap on December's Pop Culture Club. We're going to take a very quick break and come back and share our weekly approved items. It's time for Megan and Wendy Approved, where we each share something we've been using and loving. And I would like to point out that our approved page, a library of all of our approved items from episode number one, has been updated with links. So if you'd like to see what we've shared with a link back to the episode that it was shared on, you can find that linked in our show notes. Mm-hmm. What'd you bring this week? Well, I see what you brought too, and we both have sprays this week. We do. <laughs> Different kinds, but here we go. Uh, I was uh, influenced on Instagram again. Shocker. This is the Pet Pourri. You know, like Poo Pourri. Pet Pourri, yeah. This is the Pet Pourri. It's hard to say. It is. Poo Pourri, Pet Pourri. Okay, same thing. It's it's made by the same company. It's a oh. pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pet odor air and fabric spray. Uh-huh. I bought it. It only comes in one scent, which is the clean and natural scent. Okay. But 16 fluid ounces for $14.99, which is a lot, I know. But I cannot stand the smell of Febreze. I hate Febreze. Oh, God, me too. I just hate it so much. Like it, it's like it triggers something in my brain. I just mm-hmm. hate it. Mm-hmm. This is like fresh and light and I spray it on like my biggest fear is that you walk into my house and it smells like dogs because I have 3 of them. Mm-hmm. And so I spray them on the couch and the furniture and the rugs and you're not supposed to actually spray it on the dog. It says, do not spray on the dog. (laughs) Yeah. But you can spray it like on their beds or in the air or, you know, couches, rugs, whatever. I I like it. It's you just been so good all over the place. Yes. And it's like a concentrated formula. So you don't need to like spray it a hundred times. You can just one or two little spritzes and, and it smells so nice. 
Well, and the fact that it's by the poopery people who have a magical product I, makes me want to buy in even more. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, speaking of sprays you can spray on living things, my approved item is the Milani Make It Last Setting Spray. Spray it on your face. Set your makeup. I love it. And not all setting sprays are created equal. And one of the things about makeup that's really frustrating is... Like, you can follow all of the steps. You can use a primer and a foundation and a setting powder and a setting spray. But not every formula plays well with every other formula. Like, a primer is not guaranteed to play well with your foundation, depending on what's in them. That makes me so mad when it starts to, like, peel up on your face. Yes. Or it doesn't set right. Or I've had setting sprays I spray, and then all of a sudden everything's really blotchy because it just didn't play well with other layers of makeup. And so... With my current makeup routine, this works really well with everything. I actually really like to use it after all of my, like, cream products, like after foundation. I use a cream uh, blush and bronzer, and then I'll do, like, a little setting powder on top of that to lock it all in. But I really like it. It That's amazing. Does it have a scent? No scent at all. Oh, even better. I just douse my whole face in it. Okay. (laughs) I'm really, I'm really into my makeup routine. I've moved my getting ready spot to sitting on the floor behind my door where I have a mirror. Oh, just like teenage days. I know. It's so much more fun than standing at my counter, but I haul my makeup over to the floor. I'm really enjoying it. Oh, that makes me happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> As Wendy mentioned, we do have another episode of Girls Gone Hallmark coming out this Thursday. We'd love it if you would come back for that. Subscribe. Leave us a review here. Leave us a review there. We will be back next week with our annual supersized Megan and Wendy approved episode. Woohoo! So come back for that. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.